This 710 podcast is brought to you by Francis Coppola's Diamond Collection Wines. Coppola's Diamond Collection offers the perfect wines to celebrate both big and small occasions this summer. Claret Cabernet Sauvignon is the perfect pairing with juicy burgers. And Diamond Sparkling Prosecco goes great with friends at your next garden party. Enjoy your summer with Diamond Collection Wines. Francis Ford Coppola Winery, Sonoma, California. Please drink responsibly. What You Need to Know is brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. Real quick before Laura goes, I'll tell you what you need to know from my day at the beach yesterday. Mm-hmm. I don't like seltzers, like mm-hmm. alcoholic mm-hmm. seltzers, mm-hmm. but I had Topo Chico yesterday, mm-hmm. and I've tried the other ones. Topo Chico is my jam on seltzers. Mm-hmm. I am in on Topo Chico now. I had a strawberry guava. Topo Chico yesterday, okay, okay. delicious. I had a mango Topo Chico yesterday, delicious. Oh, you went in, okay, okay. Okay, so Topo I Chico. Say, though, I, and I'm I, not even like, they, I got nothing to do with Topo Chico. So no, I'm no, but they've, they've done some stuff with us, and, and I, I gotta say, I love Topo Chico water, like just the- The, the uh, mineral water, water, yeah. Well, our friends at Tequila Mandala like to use it on the Blanco uh, if you wanna go, you know, just like a little splash of something, you know? But I gotta say, like, I, like my girlfriend will drink those canned cocktails, yeah. You know, like a vodka mule. Right, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. And I just, for some reason, I can't seem to get into I didn't either. the canned cocktails. Yeah. I didn't either, but Topo Chico has changed my outlook on that particular brand only because I try, I've tried the other ones, and to your point, didn't like them, mm-hmm. and They're I've tried- sweet. Yes. This one is not. It's like perfect blend. I'm jealous because I can't do seltzers because of the bubbles, right? Like, I don't do carbonation, and I know simply- Like on anything? No, that's why I don't do like the carbonated water or anything like oh. that. So I know Simply Spiked uh, did the All Star on Friday, yeah. the, the game, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, I want to try." And then I popped in. I'm like, I heard the fizz. I'm like, Ugh, can't "Yeah, do it. I haven't tried that, but I've tr- I, I I just have normally don't love the the seltzer stuff, but Topo Chico blew my mind yesterday. It was great. Wow. But anyway, mind blow. Yeah. Well, yes. One that I got to plug, it's not fizzy, so I love it, is the Jack Daniels Lemonade, the hard lemonade that they have. It's yeah. so good. But See, I also haven't gotten into any hard lemonades. I don't do any pre-made cocktails. Yeah, I like to make I, my own mostly, yes. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. But anyways. All did, right, Laura, what do you got? Did you guys know that you can borrow more than just books at the L.A. County Library? I did not. What I, else can you borrow? Ex- well, there we go, Cappy. Because Projectors? I, I didn't movies? know. <laughs> well, yes, movies and music. But aside from that, I didn't know that they can lend you tools. So oh. if you have a LA County library card, you don't need to put any money down, no deposit, nothing like that. It doesn't cost you anything. And you're able to borrow up to six items at a time for seven days. You can borrow things like uh, power tools, you uh, shovels. Uh, if you want to do arts and crafts, they have certain things for that as well. There's only five libraries that are currently doing this right now. There's one in Compton, Lancaster, Norwalk, Rosemead, and San Fernando. But I thought it was really cool and uh, I was reading about it and the librarian said that a lot of people right now are having hard times. So they can't afford certain things like wrenches, you know, cookware, sewing machines, gardening tools, and things like that. So if you are close to any of these libraries, you can go ahead and rent some of these items out. You do need a library card, like I said, so make sure that you have that. And if you don't, bring your ID they can sign you up for that. And if you guys want more information about what exactly you can rent out for free, go to LACountyLibrary.org slash tools. Yeah. My daughter has a library card. I do too. I have like, I love books. I like mm-hmm. physical books. I don't like the iPad stuff. Yeah. I haven't gone to a library in a while, but I am a big fan. Yeah. How do they get the um, things that they're allowing people to get out? You know, like if, if somebody needs a wrench mm-hmm. or somebody needs, you know, some tool or something that they have. 
Where do they get that stuff from, do they say? Yeah, so you go to the library. Like I said, Compton, Lancaster, Norwalk, Rosemeter, San Fernando are the five currently doing that. And you mm-hmm. go, and it's like checking out a book. You show no, no, your no, library I mean, card. I mean, we know how they get books. I wonder how the library accumulates other stuff. You're saying oh, the tools and things right. of that Because no, maybe nature. they could use donations. And like people who have extra stuff laying around, they're like, man, I'd love to get rid of this stuff. I could donate it, take the bright off. And then people who need this stuff could go to the library to borrow it. I mean, I didn't read all up in that because they didn't have that. I'm sure they're partnered with certain companies that, you know, give those things to them or they purchase them. I don't really know, but I can look into it and get back to you. I'm just curious. I mean, like if I give somebody like a, you know, like an old greasy pair of pliers, you still want them or what? You know, do they clean stuff off? I'm I'm sure they, they prefer new stuff caps, so I'm I'm guessing or at they least go, you less know. used stuff. Yeah, right. I'm yeah. guessing they have yeah. partnerships with well, certain stores. I, I'm I'm being serious. The reason I ask is because you know I've been sitting on a board for a really long time called mm-hmm. Computers to Kids, and what they do is is and I say give they, computers I mean, to kids. Well, yeah, what they do is yeah. they, they, they get, <laughs> In the they name? get computers <laughs> from company. Think about a company like ours. Let's say a company like ours needed to get rid of like forty computers, but we they need gonna, to do a refresh, right? right so yeah. right. So they refurbish the computers. Yeah. They do like an FBI caliber sweep of all of it so your information is not compromised in any way. Mm-hmm. And then once the computers are refurbished, they put them into the hands of kids whose families can't afford computers, can't afford Wi Fi, etc. But these kids need a computer because it's a critical tool for school, right? Yeah. So they refurbish now. this stuff. So I wonder if the library will take in your old tools. And what are some other examples, Laura, of other things? That a people sewing get? machine. Okay. That's another one. Okay. Yeah. And they were talking about hammers, just wrenches, like reg- electrical cords, yeah. cooking wear, just things like that. I mean, I'm just like going to guess that they'll refurbish that stuff. I mean, it would just be a guess. I will look into that, Cap, because it did in the story it didn't talk about right, how they I've got an extra extension things. cord that I could donate. You know? Okay. I will look into it. Got a pair of pliers over here. Okay. Well, that is what you guys need to know. If you need some tools, head out to your L.A. County library. Yeah, brought to you by Morongo Casino Resort and Spa. Good times, less than 90 minutes from wherever you are. All right, Cappy, so we'll be at Rams training camp Saturday, 4 o'clock, July 29th. Come hang out at UC Irvine. So I wanted to talk to you about the Rams, right? Because I want to to get into this Josh Jacobs thing, too. Mm -hmm. But everyone seems to kind of be, like, in the six or seven win range on the Rams. Mm -hmm. I'm slightly higher on them because I just think that there's portions of the schedule that are more favorable than people think. And I also think like they they addressed the offensive line. They drafted somebody, you know, early in the draft, right? They they've they've made some changes. They've also they there's no way they can be that unhealthy like they were last year. Like last year, I think it was like a dozen line changes just to the offensive line, mm-hmm. right? I, that that's unprecedented. Like you don't have that happen to you every year. Like that's nope. not a normal thing. And listen, if if the kid they drafted, the offensive lineman that they drafted at a TCU yeah. in the second round, if if a kid can walk through the door and make an immediate contribution, that's good for the kid and probably good for the next few years for the Rams. Correct. But is it great that you have a rookie starting right away? Yeah, but he's a guard. You it know sh- what I mean? Like it's- it shows that he that they had a need. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, and if the kid comes in and he's a second round pick and he's a fifth pick in the second round, you go, okay, well, look, that's like a top 40 pick. That's a guy who should compete for a job right, right away. Right. But when you look at the Rams' schedule, you know, they start at the Seahawks. Yeah. I, I think they can win that game. Well, of course they can win it. But I think the Seahawks take a big step back this year. All I'm going to say is this when you're on the road in the opening weekend of the NFL season, it's a hard place to win, you know, and Seattle is a hard place before it's a hard place. You know, they have a very raucous 
home crowd sure. advantage. But the Rams have historically have done well there historically. Okay, so so let's let's call that a split. You've got them a win. I've got them a lose. But then a they'll lose to the Niners. Then they play the Niners. Then they lose to the Bengals. They're at the Bengals. But now here we go. Okay, the so, Colts is a winnable game. So they're at the Colts, very winnable. Yeah, very winnable. So I I have them two and two. Okay, so I've got them probably one and three after the first four weeks. Right, Philly, that's a loss. Okay, it's home. It's a home game against. I, Philadelphia. I still think it's a loss. Okay, with you. Yeah, so two and three, you've got them one and four. Okay, Arizona, that's a win. They're going to be terrible. Okay. Okay, Pittsburgh. I got that as a win, even though I do think Pittsburgh will be much better this year than they were last year. I won't chalk that up to a win for this reason. And it's preseason, so we're having this conversation and we're talking about like week seven of the season. Pittsburgh's one of those teams that will take over the building. So I'm not going to write it off right now as automatic win for the Rams, but winnable. I'm with you. Okay, at Dallas, I'll chalk that up as a loss. Okay, me too. Okay, so that's now, hold on. So I got two and three, three and three, four and three, four and four. Okay. okay, at Green Bay, I don't think Green Bay is going to be good this year. No, I wouldn't think so. Yeah, so I got that as a win even on the road. Okay. So I got them 5-4 and four going into the bye. All right, well, let me just do my math real quick. I've got them 0-1, 0-2, 0-3, 1-3, 1-4, 2-1, 2-2, 2-3, 2-3, 2-3, 2-3, 2-3, 2-3, 2-3, 2-3, 2-3, 2-3, 2-3, 2-3, 2-3
Most people don't think they can win five or six games. Right. Like Sean McVay, if 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 they go above five hundred, Sean McVay is a coach of the year candidate. Well, I suppose we'll have to see how the rest of the season goes for everybody else. Right. The NFL, but, but but you you he'd be at least in the conversation. Look, I think everybody's down on the Rams because of everything that has transpired ever since the Super Bowl win. Here's how things can go really well. Matthew Stafford stays healthy. It's kind of like the LeBron story over and over again. Right. Matthew Stafford stays healthy. Yeah. Cooper Cup comes back and he's healthy and he goes back to being who he was before he got hurt. Yeah. A guy like Aaron Donald plays throughout the entire season and is is what Aaron Donald has always been in yeah. his career. Mm-hmm. If if your top superstars play the way they have, mm-hmm. yeah, maybe you could be a five hundred, maybe game or two better than five hundred. Mm-hmm. But yeah, there's no expectations for the Rams this year. They they've gone into rebuild mode, mm-hmm. and I don't think anybody's been bashful about it. Yeah. But I will, you know what? I will be curious though, George. What? On Saturday when we get to Rams training camp, what's the energy and the vibe feel like? Because an energy and a vibe could have you and me by the end of a, of a of a training camp broadcast going Super Bowl. I can feel it. I can feel it. It's a Super Bowl team. And then you're like, but who am I comparing it to? It's the only training camp I've been to all year. Right. But I'm telling you, you get caught up in the in the vibe of the whole thing. See. I hope you're right. Listen, I really do. I hope you're right. I hope that the Rams are a 10-7 and team. I hope they are pushing for a playoff spot. I hope Sean McVay is a candidate for Coach of the Year. That would make things exciting because I'll tell you right now, to sit around all, all year for 17 games and go, oh, we're just trying to get through this season, that ain't no fun. Yeah, I would agree wholeheartedly. Feel me on that? That yeah. ain't no fun. But I, I, I just think that I, I think they're probably, if I had to guess, like if I had to pick a number, they're probably like eight or nine wins. And even that, again, if they win eight or nine games, that's they're not going to the playoffs, they're not going to win the Super Bowl, and nobody's cheering. Like you said earlier, hey, the Dodgers, the Dodgers have to make a move because it's all about World Series. The Lakers, Lakers have to add to their roster because anything other than a championship is unacceptable. For the Rams, it's like, hey, eight and nine would be nice. Yeah, this year, that's the expectation. Hey, Cappy, don't forget, we'll be at Rams training camp coming up to UC Irvine on Saturday, 4 o'clock on July 29th. That's this Saturday, 710 ESPN, your home of the Rams. Unprecedented coverage this season. It all begins this Saturday, 4 o'clock, Saturday edition of Sedano and Cap. Make plans to be with us that afternoon at UC Irvine for Rams training camp on 710 ESPN. All right, coming up next, let's get into the, uh, I got the Josh Jacobs thing and I got USC. I want to talk about into the Josh Jacobs thing for sure. All right, let's do that next, and then let's do USC at six forty-five after Big Deal No Deal before Dealer's Choice. Okay, you got it. Because they just came off Pac-12 Media Days, and I've got some thoughts. So let's get to all that stuff here in the last hour. Here next, this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country. There's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any 8-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature 8-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. 
Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Thanks, Chris. Oh, come on now. And since he didn't do a rejoin for this song on this day, I was like, ooh, this is my chance because I love this song. We gon' run this town tonight. There you go. Jay-Z featuring Rihanna and another artist that I will not mention released this song, Run This Town, in 2009. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to shamelessly plug myself in here. Because I don't get my Twitter handle or IG handle, you know, shouted out by Chris. So make sure you follow your girl at Unique, U-N-E-E-Q underscore. And again, shameless plug, my podcast episode Dos came out today with Kirk Morrison. So make sure you check that out at Let's Bear It All. There you go. What did you talk to Kirk Morrison about? They bared uh, it life. all? Yeah. Like what? I tried to get him on uh, who he prefers, the Raiders or the Rams, and I almost got him. And he was like, ooh, no, girl, you're not doing that. Well, we know who he prefers. I mean, he said he don't. No, if he didn't, if he preferred the Rams, he'd say the Rams. But he doesn't want to say the Rams. I mean, it pays he, him. He's a Raider, but he doesn't want to say the Raiders because the Rams pay him. Yeah, the Rams pay him. I ain't mad right. at that. You got to get your paycheck. Right. Just so you put him on the spot. I did. I tried. Mm-hmm. But and he wouldn't answer, huh? No, he didn't. But it's he let okay. Him off the hook. I did because we talked about other really cool things. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah. Talk about, talk about the lack of home runs that he hit in the All-Star Celebrity Softball game? No. Season two? No, we did not do that. Didn't, didn't talk about his teammates picked him up? They were expecting him to hit bomb home runs? No. His teammates picked him up? No, we didn't talk about that, Cap, because mm-hmm. there's other players that perform worse. So, you know, I'm just saying. Um, yeah, yeah, there were. There were players that performed worse. Yeah. I don't want to say who. <laughs> you know when you're there going. Were, there were others. <laughs> Me? I mean, I didn't perform great. Funched it. Funch, now that you're here, we can actually talk about it. Sorry, guys, I don't want to hijack your segment. But that catch that you got from Momo was legit, bro. That was a really good catch. Barehanded. Mm-hmm. It was very impressive. I mean, based on the way you handled the bat, Funch, not sure everybody expected you to make that sort of a grab. But <laughs> Damn, Cap. We went for three. Oh, yeah, dude. I Listen, I, went for three. Was, was there a bigger cheerleader out there for you than me? Oh, there wasn't actually. We were I mean, great cheerleaders. Our team was great cheerleaders. Seriously, we were like a softball team cheering it on. You know? So Donald's like, okay. I'm no, I was like, I don't care. <laughs> Screw you guys. I just, yeah, just want to. I'm just reading these tweets here that are interesting. I just tell it's me. All good. Tell me what kind of tweets are interesting <laughs> to you, George. Let me uh, hear what's going on. Oscar De La Hoya. What do you say? No, today is the, the, the documentary we talked about. Oh, really? Remember that we talked that it was gonna, it's gonna, it premieres, it drops tonight, both parts. Mm-hmm. Really? And what, what am I, where am I gonna watch this? On Max, but you'll have to watch with commercials. That's true. That's true. The rest of us can watch it without commercials. Everybody else has it without commercials, other than me, huh? Yeah. I'm the only much. guy yeah. that has HBO Max with commercials. Yeah, you got to figure that out, Cap. There got to be other people out there. Well, I'm saying on this show. You know what my mother said to me the other day? She came, my mother and father out here visiting. My mother says to me, she says, "Sell." Do you have Peacock? And I said, what, ma? And she said, do you have Peacock? And I said... Oh, um, oh, yeah, you definitely don't have Peacock. I'm like, you mean like the streaming service? She's like, yeah. It's, I'm like, no, I don't have Peacock. And she's like, 
really, because you know I watch a lot of stuff on Peacock. I'm like, you do? Because I got Netflix, I got Amazon Prime, I got Disney Plus, I got HBO Max. You name it, I got it. I got no Peacock. You guys got Peacock? Yeah, I got Peacock. How do you I don't. It's the game? only one I haven't gotten, but oh, I will get it. Oh, it's so good. I will get it because um, they're going to have football on there. How do you watch a Sunday night game? On my DirecTV. Oh, okay. Well, it's on Peacock as well. Right. I know, but I don't need to watch it on <laughs> Peacock there. I'm, I'm talking to Cap. Yeah. Well, Cap has cable. Oh, okay. That's right. I cut the cord, so... Peacock yeah. is great, man. They have really good documentaries on there, too. Yeah. I have the NBC Sports app, though. Um, okay. So that, like, on my on my Roku or whatever and Apple TV and all that stuff. So I can just, like, if I want to watch, like, something. Because I have, like, a TV outside for when I'm, when we grill. Okay. Yeah. And then, like, so I'll put it on there. Like, sometimes the Sunday night game or whatever is on, you know. Okay. George, I've got to uh, go into the circle of trust myself, and I see a tweet from Blake Harris, our Dodger insider. Yeah, he's. I told him, listen, I don't want to. I don't want to hear the details that one line buried in your story. He says, "Hey, Sedano, this is why you don't judge an article by its title." Can I come back over the line for anybody that missed it earlier? George told Blake Harris, our Dodger insider, he's crossed the line. He has crossed the line by making the suggestion that a Justin Verlander or a Max Scherzer would be a good target for the Dodgers. And we went through why we think that's a bad idea. I well, mean, you know, he, he also is- wrote an entire, like, a 500-word story about the idea of trading for Justin Verlander and Max Scherzer to then have a throwaway, you know, two sentences in the story that say that he wouldn't touch it with a 10-foot pole, despite the fact having discussed it for 500 words previously. He said that um, those contracts are disgusting. I wouldn't touch Verlander or Scherzer with a 10-foot pole. Actually, he says, I wouldn't touch them. With a 100-foot pull, it's safe to say that no team will want to take on those contracts. So, George, here you ripped Blake Harris. Right. You said he, he crossed the line. He was listening. He's provided photographic evidence to say that he hasn't crossed the line, and yet you're standing on the other side of the line. By the way, do you want to know how many paragraphs he wrote before he got to that line he, t- he, he tweeted out? Tell me. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. That's how many paragraphs he wrote before that line. Hey, Blake, do better because what George has just said, and, and I think it's an important thing for you to know as a Substack writer, nobody's reading till the end of your article, pal. If you can't get George Sedano to read nine paragraphs of your work. Well, I read the nine. No, no, you read eight. Yeah. You didn't get to the paragraph nine. No, paragraph 10 is the one where he wrote. You hear this, Blake? My man read 90% of the article. Didn't get to the last line where you were really giving us the juice. Do better, Blake. No, he he duped us. That's what a good substacker does. I read the majority of the story. I didn't read the last two sentences because I was already enraged by what he was suggesting previously. That's what good substackers do, huh? Exactly. They enrage you before you finish your article. I'm like, this Blake Harris has lost his damn mind. Right. You don't even want to finish the article. That I can appreciate. Yeah. I really can. So you were talking about uh, Josh Jacobs, the running back from the Raiders. I mean, we have like three minutes to do it. All right. Well, you want to get into it or not? Um, Sure. He's not reporting to camp. Well, beyond that. He's leaving Las Vegas entirely, as a matter of fact. Right. Like getting on a plane and leaving Las Vegas. This, by the way. Leaving and loathing, perhaps, as well. But this is now like the day after. Think about this, George. Austin Eckler of the Chargers has put together are you familiar with that movie at all or no leaving las vegas fear and it's fear and loathing in las vegas oh um a little johnny depp Mm, not really gary Busey. Mm, i like totally mcguire 
No. Benicio Del Toro? Nope. Christina Ricci? Nope. Mm. Yeah, I guess I'm not. Yeah. It's kind of a trippy movie. Okay. Well, look, um, Josh Jacobs leaving Vegas, it, it's kind of like the big screw you to the Raiders, isn't it? It is. Like screw you, only, Raiders. Right. I'm not reporting to camp, and right. I'm leaving. But I find interesting that Austin Eckler, an undrafted free agent from a tiny little school that none of us have ever heard of in Colorado, is now the generation's um, revolutionary. He's the Jim Brown of the generation. Well, did you see the Zoom call that all these high uh, elite running backs had? Well, that's what I'm getting at. Yeah. So when, when a guy like Eckler, who's the undrafted guy, is it, it's not Saquon Barkley putting this together or Josh Jacobs putting this together or, I don't know, name your other running back that's a part of this whole thing. It's Austin Eckler putting it together. What are you guys going to do? Revolt? What are you guys going to do? Strike? Well, I think that's part. They're just they're thinking of like they're crowdsourcing for ideas. What should we do? Should we create our own running backs union? Should we strike? Oh, should we not report? Please. Uh, now, I, I here's the problem. Like I actually think like I I appreciate them going through these motions to try to figure out what to do because it is kind of crappy what they're what's happening to them. Like I don't think there's any question about that, but. I think ultimately the problem is this, is that there's always going to be a guy undrafted or a seventh round pick who's going to be like, I'll take the starting job and 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 just make whatever money I can make. And even worse, the agents that represent all these guys. There's a ton of agents that represent a ton of different players, particularly running backs. And, you know, what are they going to do? Are they going to tell their high high profile clients who want to sit out? Yeah, yeah, do that while also telling the other client that isn't high profile at running back and be like, yo, here, you're going to get an opportunity because, you know, Austin Eckler is going to sit out, allegedly. You know? Well, I mean, listen, if you're if you're Nick Chubb, you may look at a Saquon Barkley and go, hey, man, I'm really sorry about this. It sucks. I mean, the team you play for just gave your quarterback, who's a middle-of-the-road kind of guy. He stinks. He, they just gave him $40 million. Yeah. You know, and, and here you are. He's a, he's a middle-of-the-road at best quarterback, and you're a top-five running back in the NFL – he gets paid forty million. You can't even get paid whatever it is, twelve million dollars. And so, if I'm Nick Chubb, as an example, I feel for you, brother. But what can I do? And then the answer, I suppose, from the guys like a Jacobs um, or a Saquon Barkley, is they go back to these guys, Nick Chubb, Christian McCaffrey, Austin Eckler. They go, hey guys, you're signed and you're going to make your money this year. But what happens when your deal is up? You guys going to think you're going to get some mega contract? No, there are no mega contracts for, for running backs anymore, apparently. Correct. Yes. So while you guys may be sympathetic, I want you guys to sit out. I'm not going to sit out. Well, you're well what see. if they do, though? Like, now, what happens if all all 12 of those guys sit out? That would be incredible. That would be incredible and in, incredible And it may not be this year because it's too late already, but they're, may, they're talking about for next season. George, it would be incredible solidarity, but the NFL would go on and not miss one beat, not one. No, but it would be it, it would be covered differently than maybe it's not one guy sitting out. You know what I mean? It's like if it's a dozen guys, or God, what if it's more than that? If a dozen starting NFL running backs all were willing to strike on behalf of their brothers, there will be like four new guys that you've never heard of before that become thousand yard rushers, and you go, hey, if it wasn't for their opportunity. They wouldn't be this guy. Right. That's and that's the issue, I think. That become it needs to be all or nothing. It's gonna be nothing. And I don't think it's gonna be all. Like that's the part part of the problem. They should all learn from Le'Veon Bell. Seriously. Le'Veon Bell. Yeah, but I, I think every dice. circumstance is different. 
Yeah, but but here's but here's the end. The all Steelers deal. have have churned through like players regularly, yeah. and the NFL does in general. I understand that, but there are certain guys like to me, particularly Saquon Barkley, is a completely different Why? situation. What's different? He's twenty five percent of their entire offense. Okay, but he's also had a major knee injury. Right, which he's come back from clearly having his best season last year. No doubt about it. There's a guy named Derek Samuel, who's his trainer, who is a guy who's now known as kind of the PT to the stars of the NFL, and he built his body back up, and he had an amazing year. But he does have a major injury in his past. All I'm saying is this. Le'Veon Bell never got the money back. I mean, Joe Burrow had a pretty big injury, didn't he? He sure did, but he also hasn't gotten his new contract yet, which he will. Yeah, and he's also a quarterback. But, it's just a different oh, world. Oh, I get it, but that's but that's my point. There are plenty of guys who have major injuries that end up getting paid. But George Le'Veon Bell made one crucial mistake in his career, which was he, I'm going to sit out for the year and I'm going to come back and I'm going to make more money. Guess what? He never made the money he thought he was going to make. No, and he never made back the money that he bypassed. No, I, I, I by agree with you. Season. I agree with you on that. I, I we're not. I'm just talking about Saquon Barkley particularly. The Giants are going to stink without Saquon Barkley. We've already seen what that looks like. Yeah, I mean, they were they were just barely better than average last year. They did make it, in, and they snuck into a playoff game. They right. beat Minnesota. But um, they're, not, they're not going anywhere yet. They're and going they're certainly to, not going anywhere without him. They're going to stink. Well, listen, if you're Saquon Barkley, sit out for 10 games. Yeah, and then come back just to get whatever it is that, right. you know. You're, come back to get your year of vesting. Right, and that's it. Walk into your first game. Take your first carry. Yeah. Tell him you hurt your toenail. Sit on the sideline. I mean, that's your record. Tell him you got cappy nail. Or how about this? How about show up to training camp, take your first practice, tell him you're hurt, and don't play. Go on injured reserve the rest of the year. Yeah. We got to wrap. We're over All the right. break. All right. Get hot about this. You're hot about it? I mean, it's just it's an interesting topic. I like it. Calm down, Zaddy. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Thanks, Christopher. All right, Funchy, you take it away. All right, guys, this uh, Big Deal or No Deal is sort of like the football edition. Will we be dealing with football or soccer? All right, so Lionel Messi scored a game-winning free kick. Lionel. Lionel. I mean, I knew you were going to get corrected on that. I mean, Lionel, I mean, what what is this? This is like uh, Lionel, yes, the the son from, uh, you know, (laughs) like the Jeffersons? Yeah, I mean, Lionel. When I see that word, I say Lionel. Lionel. Sorry, buddy. (laughs) <laughs> Where you're from, they say Lionel, huh? <laughs> Where he's from, they say Lionel. All right. He scored a game-winning free kick goal in his first game for Inter-Miami in the 54th minute last Friday, adding to his legend and all, has possibly the greatest soccer player ever. Now, Messi scoring a goal in his first game is a big deal, no deal, George. I mean, it's a huge deal. I mean, listen, if <laughs> you could not have scripted this better. Right. Hold on, my headphones right. popped out. You yeah. could not have scripted this any better if you were... Insane. The MLS, right? If you were Adidas, mm-hmm. if you were David Beckham in Inter Miami, if you were uh, anyone else who was a sponsor in that scenario, or Lionel Messi for that matter, and it, the interesting part it was sixteen years to the day that David Beckham made his debut for the LA Galaxy. So it's just just kind of interesting numerology there, and 
I think that if Messi can't elevate the MLS by, you know, some of his friends who are older starting to kind of really populate the sport and the league, then I don't know if the league will ever really truly be where it wants to be, which is on the level to compete with like the NHLs of the world, et cetera, and be make the big four maybe a bigger than big four, right? Well, like a know, big five. But you know what the issue is, George, is that is that while Messi comes over from Europe to Major League Soccer, he's got a whole different thing going on, right? He's got like a piece of the I want to say is it is it Apple that has their broadcast rights now? So he's got like a small piece of that deal. And I say small, I don't really know the, all the details, but he's got a piece of that deal. He's got a, a, a piece of like a lot. So he's going to make millions and hundreds of millions of dollars by being himself and being in MLS. A lot of these guys are going to get bought up by this Saudi league. You know, the Saudi league is paying hundreds and hundreds of millions of dollars to buy players out of their clubs. So the issue is going to be, will MLS get players or will the Saudi league be able to buy up all these players because the MLS won't be as attractive to everybody as they are to Messi? But yeah, to I, still, I still think that at the end of the day, like if you look at the Saudi league, like Mbappe's deal yep. is it has a one year out. <laughs> right. Where he can so, go back to Europe no after doubt. one year, no no transfer fee, no nothing. Which, so I, I think that to me, that's just what it is. It's not. It's a money grab. Correct. But. The MLS, the at the end of the day, if they he came to America, right, Messi at this stage of his life because he wants other things. He wants, I mean, he got a huge piece of the pie. Like Apple mm -hmm. is paying him big bucks. It's not mm -hmm. just Inter Miami paying him; it's Apple paying him. Adidas paid him a, a huge chunk of money to come to the U.S. Uh, to help their sales. Right, but this won't be the case for other guys. No. But it, but it, right, but the star level guys, like if Kylian Mbappe when he's older, wants to come to the MLS, he will get a sweetheart deal, maybe not exactly like Messi did, but he'll get something close mm. in that regard, like David Beckham got a ton of equity and stuff. I'm hearing rumors that Messi will get ownership of an expansion MLS team even. Yeah, I thought he had a piece of the Miami team. But no, nonetheless, no. Here's, but here's, let's just get back to the story, which is this. You mean to tell me that Messi, in his first night ever, is going to put on an MLS jersey go play in this game, which wasn't even like an MLS regular season game, find himself in a 1-1 tie late in the game, and with a one-step left-footed kick, be able to put the ball over the defenders and bend it back in to the upper right corner of the goal. Yeah, he bent it like Beckham. Here's a question for the goalkeeper. Where did you think the ball was going? I mean, I'm not like some critic of goalkeeping. I mean, but, first but of all, seems, you know how hard it is to go up to oh, that listen, upper, upper left-hand corner? I'm not saying he was going to get it. Yeah. I'm just saying that it was kind of like the only place he was really aiming for. And it just seemed odd to me that it took forever to move. But look, I don't think it was a saveable ball. I mean, it was a beautiful shot. You don't think it's a saveable ball, but yet you're criticizing <laughs> the goalkeeper. Well, it's just kind of funny because it, I looked at it over and over again, and I'm like, where else would he go? Like, he's going over the defender to bring it back in. Nonetheless... What a story to be in a one-one tie and get your first goal on American soil like that! Brilliant and beautiful, and um, I know I'm interested in Messi. I mean, he makes he makes my interest level in MLS go up a lot. Are you going to buy the Apple thing? Probably not. Yeah, that's what I figured. Probably. I not. heard he can't get his jersey right now. It's been sold out for like. Months. Oh yeah, it's been sold out forever. Yeah. Cap, do you have T-Mobile? I don't. Never mind. You then. can get it for free if you have yeah, T-Mobile. Yeah, that's right. That's, that's right. I Never still mind. use Verizon. Call Mario Ruiz. 
Yeah, I hook you up. What's oh yeah. The best, what's the best cell service? Is Verizon? I think Verizon is the best. Is it not? Verizon is the best. I think first. They have the most towers. Yeah. Yeah, yeah but now like, t- I mean, I don't know. I've had all of them already. And I've had AT and T forever, and I can't leave because they've got me because I was grandfathered into yes. one of those oh, yeah. data plans that I pay like peanuts for. That's really? how I have. So oh my god, you have no like idea. Yeah. They have raised my rate twice in the last couple of years, and it's still way less than I would pay anywhere else, yeah. like really? by a mile. Mm-hmm. That's right. why I'm still with mine because Sprint got bought out. So I'm like, oh, I ain't paying nothing. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I told my wife we're gonna will these uh, phones to these kids at eighteen. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Uh, Jordan Addison, uh, Minnesota rookie, former USC wide receiver, is in trouble for a citation including uh, speeding and reckless yeah, so driving. What was the deal? He blamed his dog. What yeah. happened here? He was driving 140 miles per hour in a 50 zone, and the uh, police say that he was driving, uh, you know, his Lamborghini, whatever, and it said that right, he right. Dog but he emer- blamed he the dog. He had a dog emergency. He had a dog emergency at home. What did and- that mean? Don't know still. It says, mm. you know, I'm guessing that maybe the dog was sick or something. I don't know, throwing up or something. But uh, Addison's excuse for his reckless driving with being the dog or whatever, is it a big deal, no deal, uh, Cappy? Well, I mean, driving 140 miles an hour in a 50-mile-an-hour zone, that that I don't care who it is. That's a big deal, I guess. I, I mean, mean Keyshawn went and almost, you know, just took care of business with Justin Bieber, Bieber for doing crazy stuff. Right. Not 140, but still crazy. Yeah, but the other thing is, is then to say, well, I had a dog emergency. Well, I mean, I guess if it was a human emergency, we might be like, well, we kind of get it, right? Like, I had to hurry up and get home. You know, mom was on the floor, couldn't get up. But on the other hand, it's your dog. Now, I love my dog. Don't get me wrong. (laughs) That poor dog knows you don't really love him. 140 (laughs) miles an hour. I love that dog. Yeah. Um... Have dog. you guys ever drove that fast for anything, like an emergency or whatever? No, I mean, no. not an emergency. I've driven that. I'm not 140. I've gone like 120, 125 Whoa, before. really? Jeez. Damn. Yeah. Like on a street? No, on like a freeway? Open, like an open road. Well, my thing is, like, don't you get arrested if you get pulled over if you're under over 100 miles? No, it miles? depends. It depends. Hmm. He's a Vi- Minnesota Viking in Minnesota, so he's- It also depends what state you're doing. He's new, oh, the new Randy Moss. Um, so- yeah, I um, the dog emergency though is a funny line. Like, okay, you know what a buddy of mine told me? He got pulled over once, and you know what he started doing? Tell me. He started flatulating in the car, and then when the so when the uh, the police officer pulled him over, he's like, "Why were you going so fast?" He's like, uh, "Officer, you know, I I really need to go to the bathroom." And then like he could smell the flatulence, oh and he's like, he let him go. Wow, I could not use that That's excuse. Committing. He's committing. I, I could he not use committed. that. I told you guys the story though. Since since I've had COVID. My flatulence no longer has any smell related to it. <laughs> so it still has sound, but now it's just like puff. You know what I mean? There's yeah. no smell yeah, of any Yeah, yeah, there's, there's smell, I'm sure. No, no, there's not. You just may not COVID. be able to smell it. No, no, I, my smell is fine. I smell everything great. Yeah. But there's no smell anymore no smell from my of flatulence. Your, of your flatulence. Because right. it all happened after COVID. Yeah. Something happened with COVID where my, my flatulence no longer has a smell to it. Yeah. All right. Listen, let me tell you, it sucks, George. Sucks, man. It really does. I mean, like a lot of people love to bask in their own smell, mm-hmm. and I don't have a smell anymore. Yeah, you can't bask. Can't do any basking. Yeah, no more basking. You feel me? You know. No smell farter. It smells it's like just, roses, huh? There's no, no one doesn't smell like roses either. There's just no smell. Nothing. Funchy. Nothing. Funchy. I could come over to you 
and like drop right, let's bombs. Let's move on. It's enough about and your. And you're like, yeah, there's yeah, nothing yeah, here. There's gross. No, I don't Wait till tomorrow when he comes to studio. Gross. Gross. Yeah, yeah, don't do that tomorrow. When Please you come don't on. drop bombs. Come to my cubicle and do that. Ew, no, because that's. See, he wants to understand. He wants to understand what's happened since COVID. It's a friend right there. Is what that is. You're my boy, Blue. Yeah. No, let's move on. You're nasty. All right, we're done. Coming up next, Cappy, USC, the expectations into this year, plus dealer's choice. We'll get to that in just a moment. Uh, Final segment coming up here. Don't forget, Rams training camp will be there Saturday, July 29th, this Saturday, 4 p.m. Sedano and Cap special weekend edition. So we'll have that for you. But let's get to USC football, Cappy, because Pac-12 Media Days was Friday, and I feel like there is a certain level of expectation for this squad, and it's this or bust. We'll get to that next. Wow, Christopher knew exactly when to hit the post, even when he's recorded. Really nicely done. Really well done. Happy birthday to Barry Bonds, 59 years old. Like that? Yeah. I haven't seen Barry around in a while. Used to see him around a lot, George. Got into cycling. Got into riding his bike. Got into road biking. E-biking. No, like, not e-biking. Just regular biking? Road biking. Mm. Is so it time training. to just let him in a Hall of Fame? Yeah, just put him in, man. That'd be great. Put all those guys in. He belongs. I mean, Barry Bonds, I know Dodger fans clearly don't like him, but what I'm saying is when he was a Pittsburgh Pirate and he looked like a stick figure, he was a three-time MVP. Okay? Like, right, a three-time right. MVP is in the Hall of Fame. Yep. but um, And he's like a, what, a five- or six-time MVP? Like, come on. Stop. And listen, um, that era of baseball, that was that's what was going on back then. Sorry, pal. And by the way, that it also to your point, it also meant that everyone else, for the most part, was doing it too. Right. Well, pitchers too. Correct. Yep. That's why guys like, including a Dodger closer, allegedly. Which Dodger closer, allegedly? Allegedly. Which Dodger closer? I mean, you can Google the time, bro. Really, you can't say it on the air. It's I don't know. Deal. I don't You're know. You're accusing I, listen, a former Dodger. The, the last of this? time you and I talked about any Dodger pitcher, we got served. Well, just, that is true. We did get served. <laughs> so yeah, Cappy. I ain't messing with nobody anymore, and I, that's why I'm prefacing with the word alleged. Hmm. I'll look it up. I don't have a problem with it. Good idea. I mean, listen, Roger Clemens should be in the Hall of Fame, no different than Barry Bonds should be in the Hall By the way, I think people think we're kidding when I say we got served by lawyers. No, we're not kidding at all. That is a real thing. Yeah, Yeah, totally happened. That's a real thing. And honestly, 90% of it was you. That is also true because I had to pull the audio. The one little thing, it's funny, the one thing they, they, they labeled that I said was like me saying, I don't know if this is the case or not, but I think this happened X, Y, and Z. And it said, it was not the case. Can be corrected easily, but you—they called you defamatory. <laughs> well, this one Dodger pitcher made a lot of money, didn't do very much for the Dodgers, and uh, had a lot of money to have people sitting around listening to what everybody was saying about him. Or, or, or we appreciate their uh, yeah, patronage. Yeah, I'm glad you guys were listening. Yeah. So, any don't, don't don't send me a message that you're suing us. As a matter of fact, yeah. you know, oh, listen, I didn't like what you said about me. Guy was nuts. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Mm. So, that Where person will not be discussed anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Where were we? Not that we mentioned even their name. Mm-hmm. But anyway. Um, USC. What is the expectation for USC right now? Like, this season, what is it? Last year in the Pac-12, what is the expectation? I mean, I think it's pretty obvious, isn't it? I mean, win the Pac-12 number one. Correct. And get into the college football playoff. Correct. And by and, the way... And, I th- and, by the, and, and really, win the national championship. Getting into the football playoff is nice, but you're trying to win the whole thing. 
I think baby steps. I'd like to just, you know, I mean, obviously you'd want to win the national championship, but I'd be okay with winning the Pac-12, which I believe if you win the Pac-12 this year, because I think the Pac-12 is loaded, yo. It's it's honestly, like, discouraging to me in a lot of ways. No disrespect to the USC program and to the UCLA program, but it it just the fan in me thinks it sucks in some ways that they're leaving the football the conference yep. when the football is the best it's been in a really long time. Right. But listen, it, it is like a cycle. You know, USC got a new coach. They got a Heisman winning quarterback and USC's I'm going to say USC is back. UCLA to their credit and credit chip Kelly. They were good. And, they were good and, last year. And credit the UCLA athletic department for not becoming impatient like they have many other times. Yeah. And firing through another coach. Our guy. They, yeah. They've, they've given, they've given chip Kelly enough room to um, improve the, the the program when UCLA doesn't really play exactly the same game that USC plays, yeah. you know, in terms of NIL. Our, our guy Martin Jarman, the UCL, mm-hmm. UCLA AD, deserves a lot of credit for that. A lot of credit for not firing Chip Kelly Correct. too soon. Correct. A lot of people, particularly because, you know, he was fairly new on the job by that point, right? Well, and so. I think, you know, athletic directors are like general managers. They want their own guy, right? Right. And he he's, re- he's realized this guy, Guy knows what he's doing. We just got to yeah. give him time. It's a different le- it's a different program. So US- U- USC is back in national championship conversations. UCLA is back to what I'll call respectability. Certainly correct. And so, and you've got Washington and Oregon. And you've got you know teams that are pretty good. Yeah. And it is unfortunate that the conference will break up when the quality of football should be the highest it's been probably conference wide in a long time. Yeah. But on the other hand, if you're thinking long term. Here's the reason why you're leaving. It's not really the quality of football or the quality of basketball. It's the it's the money. Lack, it's the lack of quality running the conference. It's the leadership in right. the conference. Is, I mean, yeah. the fact that the Pac-12 still to this moment doesn't D- have like, their media rights Un- all sorted out. Freaking believable. A, a commodity like the Pac-12. And by the way, yes, damaged significantly yeah. to be sure. Yeah. And by the way, you forgot to mention Utah, who won the damn conference last That's year. That's true. I did. Yeah. You're yeah. right. You're right. So you ask the expectations for USC. My expectations are be involved in the national championship conversation, be in, in the college football playoff, which gives you a chance to possibly win. Yeah, they plug some holes on the defensive side through the portal. I'm curious to see if that helps um, and how much it helps. It's going to help, but to what to what degree? Because to me that, I mean, I, I told you from the beginning, right? Remember Mason was like, oh, they're going to win you know, 11, 12 games. And I was like, yo, that defense is not good, bro. And everybody was like, oh, you're crazy. Look, look at all these turnovers they're creating. But you, Scott Kaplan, you know football. Just because you're creating turnovers doesn't mean your defense is that good. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, sometimes turnovers is luck, too. Not to say that you're not forcing some of those turnovers, but I would say it's about a 50-50 proposition most times. I mean, look, bottom line is this. USC had a really great year last year. Offense on fire. Defense Un- incredible. not as good. Yes. And, and, and ultimately... Caleb Williams is a freaking badass. He is yeah. the... Best college football quarterback, pa- complete package that I've ever seen at that age. All I know is this. They went to that bowl game, and not one of those guys wanted to be there. They didn't want to play in the Cotton Bowl. They didn't want to play against Tulane, and it looked like they should have run away with that game. And before you knew it, Tulane came back, and, and those guys just wanted it a whole yeah. lot more. And Caleb was clearly still dinged up. Well, he got hurt you know, early on. Right. I want to say the score was like. I don't think he was ever really 100 percent going in, though. You know. Oh, I don't know about that. I just remember him getting hurt in that game. Yeah, and he wasn't exactly right. So. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I, I'm with you. Pac-12, 
and then college football playoff, and then see what happens from there. But we really did. We really did get screwed over here, man. This whole thing that happened with Mike Bone. Come on, man. I mean, that's yeah. your boy. You that, know? Was, that was my key to the tell whole him to keep a clean house. Director, you know what I'm saying? Director's suite at the Coliseum. Yeah, well, good t- thing I went last year. Yeah. I'll never probably go again. You'll never be there again. I don't know. I mean, yeah, that's what happens. I mean, maybe if they bring Lynn Swan back, maybe. Are you tight with Swanee? Not really. Oh, I was just going to say. Maybe if they bring Pat Hayden back. Are you tight with Hayden? Not really. Mm. Just rolling through guys who've been there. That no, you know, maybe wow. Yeah, they haven't hired an athletic director yet. No. Yeah. Should apply for that job. You should. Either that and also try out for the team as right. a walk-on He's at the, the same athletic time. athletic director and a walk-on ball player. <laughs> That's what he is. Do you have any experience as a athletic director? No, none, zero. Right, because the walk-on is this week, the walk-on yeah. uh, tryouts. Yeah, uh, Cappy, you got a dealer's choice for two minutes or three minutes? Let me just ask everybody a quick question. Tell me if you've ever seen this before, and mm-hmm. if you have, wonderful. It was new to me. So I'm out this weekend, and I saw a gentleman who must be a neighbor, and he was walking his dog, and the dog was a good-sized dog, probably like a golden retriever, so, you know, a pretty good-sized dog. Yeah. And the dog was um, doing his business. And a number two. Yeah, pooping. So now normally what happens is, like, as a dog owner, my dog, you know, makes his duty. And, you know, you got to love that dog to pick it up with a plastic bag because it's hot. But you don't always pick it up. You've told us. Well, there are times when I will try to not have to pick it up if I, you know, Mm -hmm. if I can, if I can get away with it. You're the worst. Well, he is. Uh, this, <laughs> now you're just learning this. I read. He's still trying to shame the guy. He does it. This gentleman this weekend, I swear to you, yeah. I want, I want you. To, hey, Josh, do me a favor. Put everybody on camera because I want to see everybody on our YouTube page. I want to see everybody's face when I tell you this story. Mm-hmm. This guy was standing behind the dog and he had the bag in his hand, like turned inside out. Yeah. And he was catching the dog's duties. In before, the bag? Yeah, in the bag. before. Like, the so he was like kind of like moving left and right? like a, No, not, not holding it with two hands, George, where he's like trying to catch it in the middle. He actually put his hand in the bag and, and like his, used his bag like a baseball glove. Oh, okay. And caught oh. the duties. And then pulled it out like that. Right, from the, exactly. Yeah. And then reversed the bag. Right. This guy was catching the dog's duties before they hit the ground. Now, to me, to stand behind the dog and watch the dog do that up close and personal and catch it, that to me was disgusting. No, I mean the move is just let it hit the ground, then grab the put the bag on like a glove, then grab it and then pull it through like that. Right. Why but do you got to stand behind the dog? Ha- yeah, has that's anybody weird. ever seen anybody catching no. dog? Duties? No, but no. I can I can see his no. logic a little bit. He, maybe the dog had diarrhea and was runny. Maybe just no, didn't bro. Wanna... That's the exact reason why you don't stand behind him. All of a sudden he sprays it all <laughs> over you. <laughs> oh, so yeah, I, I don't get that one. Your neighbor's weird. Yeah, well, but you I know mean... what? I thought George he was a little overweight. I thought to myself maybe he doesn't want to bend down so far. Maybe it's easier for him to catch it rather than bend down and pick it up. Maybe. Maybe he has a back problem. You don't know. Maybe. You don't know that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, shaming Cappy, we're done here. Fast show today. Very fast. Cappy and Zaddy is done for a day. Cappy and Zaddy. That's right. That's you. You're Zaddy. No, you're oh, Sedano and, Ka- and Zaddy. That's what I meant to say. Uh, anyway, we're done here. Uh, great job, Cappy and Zaddy. You're both Cappy and Zaddy. Uh, great job, Laura and Funchy. Slee is up next with Lakers Talk. You're going to be glued to the radio for Lakers Talk? You know I am. All right, Lakers Talk with the Slee is next.